0: Nerd Sports Podcast, where we talk history, of the game numbers is and, and each week we highlight a charity that's doing good. If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should. Because I'm sick. This, 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 this the, the real deal. And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bill. Turn it up to the max. Sit back and relax. This the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Let's go. Hey, what is up, Bill's mafia? Welcome in to another episode of the Buffalo nerd, your home for Buffalo bills, football with a charity on top being brought to you now by SB nation live on the Buffalo rumblings, YouTube channel and podcast network. Uh, If you can't tell, I'm pretty amped up uh, first time joining uh, the show, doing it live in a very long time. So I'm excited to hang out with everybody and chat it up and have a good time talking bills, football. So obviously Everybody's been enjoying post-draft. Um, you know, we, I feel personally, uh, if you're somebody that already listens to the show, you know that I felt like the draft was very good on our end. Uh, but this week, I kind of wanted to take a look and see if anything really changed in the AFC East, right? I mean, when you really think about this stuff and kind of what it boils down to is a lot of teams did different things from different points of view, right? I think all of us uh, in the Bills Mafia were very familiar with Brandon Bean by now and that we understand how he likes to operate. So for me, this was very much Bean doing what Bean likes to do. Um, there's some criticism of some of the picks. I mean, what it, you're going to get that everywhere, right? I mean, everybody's got their their draft grade on this guy and their draft grade on this guy. But when we went into this draft, all four teams in the AFCs kind of had a different direction they needed to take. So this week I kind of just wanted to hit on that. I want to get some people's opinions of, you know, out there in the mafia of kind of where you guys stand, you can call me out, call me I'm foolish and stupid and, you know, point and have fun at me as well. Um, the reason I like to kind of delve into this stuff is a little bit is because I want people to know where I stand. So when we do get later into the year and you're all like, dude, you were way off. I'm like, yeah, I was way off. So, before we really dive into all the football stuff, though, uh, I do do things a little bit different than some of the other shows. Um, I kind of like to each week, as you can say in the opening announcement there, that we do like to highlight a charity every week on the show. So uh, this is this week is actually kind of um, many people might not know this. Uh, you know, I'm not real sure, um, but if you do, that's awesome. Um, it's actually National Teen Self Esteem Awareness Month right? So uh, I thought this was kind of interesting. I personally have a teen, um, you know, and I think that kids nowadays have a very hard time in doing things. And this organization is actually just a, a very cool organization that kind of is like, they're out there and they found other avenues for kids, right? So if you've got potentially a kid that hasn't found that sports team that they've jived with, you know, they don't have that club that they found for their thing yet, and they're still searching for something and they need a boost. This organization is pretty cool. Cool. They're called dosomething.org. I'll throw it up here on the screen so you guys can see where they're at. So basically what they do is they're essentially a team-based uh, charity where kids can come in and they can find out about volunteering. They can find out about doing like just different elements or finding other opportunities, you know, that are out there for them that they might enjoy doing. You know it's kind of one of those things that it's like you know for me personally i played a sport so it was easy to fit in like we're all football fans right those kids it was easy for them to fit in this organization just has kind of a lot of different opportunities for kids whether maybe it's volunteering or it's doing other kind of j- different things that the, you know it's not necessarily with their schoolmates and things like that so uh, i think it's a pretty cool organization uh, if you got a teen looking for something or you know of a teen that's looking for just kind of something and they feel like they're a little lost you know, I I think we should just kind of try to help them out and bump them up when we can. And if we can find opportunities like do something.org, I think it's a pretty cool organization. So enough of that. I think everybody comes here because we all love the Buffalo Bills, right? So this is my first time on rumbling. So for those of you don't really know me, I'll just fill you in a little bit about who I am and kind of what I, how I operate. So moving forward, you'll know a little bit of what's going on. Uh, I believe in the process hundred percent right now. Uh, I love the way that we operate. Um, I look at numbers a lot more than probably like, I look at money numbers a lot more probably than like stat numbers sometimes. Uh, so there's some players that you're probably going to disagree with the way that I view them and see them. Um, and that's cool. I mean, that's fine. I, I think there's many ways to skin the cat and many different ways to build a different organization, right? We've seen it a multitude of different ways. Now uh, the bills are, they're getting there, right? We haven't won it but I believe in what we're building. I think we've seen ever other organizations do that, right? So I want to kind of step back and I'd be curious, anybody in the chat, let me know where you guys are at on this because I didn't see a big change in coming out of post-draft. We didn't do anything crazy. Um, I think we filled a, a significant need. Everybody can agree with that. But I went into this draft thinking to myself that there's not actually going to be many players that we might draft again this season that are going to be big time playmakers for this football team. It's just such a deep roster, right? So to me, I thought our draft was great. Uh, It didn't really like spike us up the board or like move us down the board. I still believe that the bills have probably top to bottom best roster in the AFC East. Now there's going to be a couple things that might challenge that one Jordan Poirier. Uh, We need to figure out this contract negotiation. Right? I think he needs to be paid appropriately, uh, and I think that we better do that. Or I don't know that I wouldn't say that he's going to hold out, but you have to explore those ideas, right? So we do have things that are still up in the air with this team. The cornerback we drafted, I, I believe in it. Uh, I don't know a ton about the guy, but I do know a ton about the guys that drafted him, right? So I can believe in that. So for me, but still, if Trey's not hundred uh, percent, I think we have question marks, uh, and I think you'll find a lot of time I might be that person that you're listening to or talking about things just a little bit differently than everybody else. Cause I, I question even good players sometimes just because of their salaries involved and there's movement involved. And this is an ongoing business, right? So for me personally, anybody who wants to throw in the chat, I don't believe that the bills did enough to like really, really completely separate themselves any further than we already were. Um, But I also don't think that we did anything detrimental to hurt ourselves. I think we have a couple of things we need to iron out. I'm excited about the running back. I think it's going to be a very interesting element. Um, I think it's actually going to really elevate the other two or three gentlemen in the room. Uh, I think it's going to be a good thing. But when I look at what everybody else did, let's just start with the Patriots. The Patriots get questioned for their first round pick, whatever. I I don't look at every single one of these guys, so I don't know if it's a a big miss, it's a whatever, right? But across the board, everybody, it was a laughing matter and this, that, and the other. Um, But for me personally, when I look at the Patriots, I think about not just present day, but what they've done in the past, right? They tend to be okay. Now, they've got big changes. They didn't do a ton to make their team better either. I don't believe that in this draft. And if you look at draft grades around from people that pay attention to this stuff, they didn't do that. Great. So I don't think they did anything to necessarily catapult themselves up. And you've got new offensive coordinator, right? So McDaniels is going to be gone. So is the Patriot way officially coming to an end as a <laughs> a bills fan for forever uh, in watching the Patriots dominate us, I do have a hard time just walking away with the idea of saying, yes, they're finally falling off. You know, to me, that's not necessarily something that I would buy into right now, but they didn't do hardly anything. And the other teams around them, I think elevated themselves a little bit, but again, this is a young quarterback. Um, He's in a much more stable position than the other two guys. But I think what happened in this draft was the other two, meaning the jets and the dolphins have closed Big time, And this bottom three race is going to be huge. And the only reason that I think it's really going to be huge this year is because I know we have a great football team. I know we didn't really do much to change or change up or down, right? But the schedule that we're going to play this year is going to be tough. Now granted, the Jets, the Dolphins and the Patriots will play some of those guys too. But the other thing that comes with being good is you got to play all the good Teams out there, right? So we have a tough schedule. So to me, this draft was pivotal for the other three teams in the division to determine who's going to be in the number two position and separate themselves because there could be a little bit of falter from us. We're going to play good football teams all year round. I mean, you just watched the Chiefs last season take some take some losses. So I mean, it's one of those things where I know we want to go into it like gung ho that we are going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. And I believe that. But there's going to be a lot tougher games that we're playing potentially if you're just going based off of the past, right? If you're looking at where these teams finished, we're playing a lot of playoff quality teams all throughout the year. So for me, these other three teams needed to step it up. The Patriots did not, in my opinion, make the move enough to continue to just hang your franchise on Mac Jones. You you brought in guys last year, tight ends that were some of the best in the league, right? And then they disappeared. So there's like there's a change, and right now McDaniels is gone. But I I want to believe that the Patriots are going down. I'm going to do the the Dolphins next because they're another one that I I can't really like buy into what they did. I get it, you know Tyreek Hill's a star, and they had very little draft capital. So what they did in the draft was not. I I, I don't think I went into it thinking it was even going to change anything, because. I think the common theme that we know about the AFC East is it's going to be a quarterback issue, right? This all boils down to Tua. And for me personally, just some folks that haven't listened to me in the past or have heard me in the past, I'm not high on Tua purely because I haven't seen it. And I'm not high on Alabama quarterbacks period in general. They just, they haven't proven it in the NFL yet. There's a couple guys right now that are in the league, like Intua and Jalen Hurts that could potentially change that. But till this point, I, I haven't seen it produce. So I love what Miami did. I mean, you traded, you traded big time capital. You made moves. You brought in Tyree kill one of the best wide receivers in the league in the chiefs offense, right? So I, that, that's kind of where I stand on this and that's with Patrick Mahomes throwing him the football, right? Those are, those are big changes. So I I think what they did was smart. I mean, they've been saving all of this capital. The franchise obviously sees that they're falling way behind us, right? We're, we're dominating them. McDermott doesn't lose to the Miami dolphins, right? So they had to come in and throw their weight around and throw and shoot their shot. And they went with Tyreek Hill. Me personally, I think he's an incredible athlete, but it's, I think his situation was very good. Andy Reid and that offense, they're, they're big time spread out thinkers, right? They're, they're not what we've seen from the Miami Dolphins. Now, I know we've got this new coach over there. He's coming from San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan. There's going to be more scheme involved. This could very well open up. And obviously, that's what they're thinking about doing if they're bringing in a guy, Tyreek Hill. But it still boils down to me as Tua. I mean, Tyreek could be in the end zone waiting for the ball for five, 10 seconds. It feels like sometimes with Tua, right? I mean, and I'm not an NFL quarterback, nor did I ever play quarterback. So he's way better athlete than I am, but at an NFL level, I'm a little concerned that he's going to be able to fill the need that Tyreek Hill is going to need, right? He needs a big arm that's willing to take shots and throw the ball up. And Tua has hasn't shown that to me yet. So, I mean, if somebody wants to, you know, pop up in the chat and uh, change in my opinion of, of that. That's fine. And I understand the, the history he's got injuries, this, that, and the other. I know the dolphins fans, if they were in here right now, they'd be saying, look at the stats over the first three seasons, this, that, and the other, their win percentages, how many wins into it? It's very close, right? Touchdowns, all that stuff's very close. That's fine. Josh Allen played with a shoulder injury for, you know, a majority of a season and Josh Allen has still shown that when he needs to, and when it counts, he can make all the throws and he can step up and do what he needs to do. I have not seen Tua make all the throws. And I think that bringing in a guy like Hill is only going to frustrate that situation when he doesn't get what he's wanting because of what he's used to. Right. I mean, to me, that's where they went wrong. They don't still have the guy there to prove it that they brought in this Beautiful piece. Now he's going to be there long-term, right? So there could be somebody behind Tua, but that's whatever. I just don't see how that is your your, your like big play, right? But in the draft, they just didn't really have anything else to do. Uh, they did all right with some of their picks. When you have like four picks, there's not much you can do. Do I think that they've closed the gap on us? No, I, I, I don't think that they did. Bringing in Tyreek Hill is definitely going to be something we have to pay attention to right? They have decent backs. I mean, they brought in, they've brought in good backs in the past. They've bolstered their wide receiver room, but it all boils down to that quarterback and how you're doing in the game, right? Like the bills have typically been doing well against Miami and they're up against them. And two is not that kind of player either. So I'm going to be real curious to see what it is and how they come out and try to challenge and keep pace with the bills some other teams that can score in the AFC because the AFC stacked, obviously. Right. I think everybody and their brother knows that the AFC is stacked, but when you're looking at the situation that that's not scaring me, unless our cornerbacks are not in a good place, which, like I've mentioned, I think we have some concern there. Now, if Tredavious comes back, the battle for the second cornerback—you heard Bean say it, or I'm sure all of you have heard Bean say the other day—that Dane is not going to give up that job easily. He's not going to just back down, right? He he played a good majority in the league, but Tyreek Hill is pretty ineffective to me by adding him to the roster when you have two at QB, and if we have who we're supposed to have on the back end. So I don't think they necessarily close the gap, or is this going to be the year that they're going to magically find a way to start beating us because? they're going to be implementing a brand new system, right? So we've all seen anybody that watches the NFL. I'm pretty sure that we've all looked around and we've seen that it could take a year or two before something actually triggers in the team actually starts doing well. So Miami didn't do much in my opinion, so far this off season that's really threatened me. If I'm the bills, they've made me change my focus a bit, right? But think about how we approach the season every year we're looking at Tyreek Hill because we know how to, we need to beat Kansas City right so we, we're already on that guy every year now we're just going to have to be paying attention to him twice a year I don't think it's enough I still think that they're not quite going to be there but the team that I thought and I think it was pretty simple for them realistically because of the picks that they had the Jets Uh, and I've said this before in the past and people that know me know that I've said this, that their GM, uh, I believe it's Joe Douglas is really good. And, and, and I, I say really good because when he first took over the immediate moves that he started making, it felt like very bean esque to me. Like he was, he was seeing what we were doing and he was just saying to himself, why reinvent the wheel when I just watched a team with a struggling franchise in the same division turn it around so i think joe douglas is going to be a complete challenge for us moving forward because i think he's very good at what he does now in this draft they had capital too i mean when you if you gave brandon bean three picks in the first round with our current roster we'd be deadly right but typically when you get three picks in the first round that's because you're not very good or you've traded away a ton of stuff so you're really building I think it was what the last time a team has brought in like four significant rookies like they did, or at least guys that were, you know, on draft boards and, you know, whatever else that people had them highly rated, they were up there. Right. Um, But for me, that's not, that's not really like the end all be all, but they are on paper, all very good football players and should all be a change in the momentum for the jets. Now, do I think it's enough to overcome us this year? Not unless something kind of like miraculous happens, because again, the same kind of way that the Dolphins have a little more veteran of a roster, they still are going to be you know, implementing a brand new system. The Jets are now going to be very first and second year heavy at big time positions. Right? I mean, their backfield is essentially, if you looked at it right now, is going to be a, a a guy in his second year and a rookie, no matter how talented they are. I mean, that's one thing, but it's gonna be a young backfield. And I think that as Bill's fans, we've seen what happens when you constantly just have youth around with no good veteran leadership around them, it doesn't just necessarily click, right? It, just because you have paid for talent, high drafted talent, whatever you wanna call it, it's not necessarily going to click. So I think the Jets had a phenomenal draft. And I think most people around the league's giving it like an A whatever i mean they did a nice job uh but this year a problem probably not i mean if if there's somebody out there that in the chat that wants to disagree uh, let me see that and i'd like to hear your opinion on it because i just i haven't seen enough in the nfl where teams do well just after bringing in a bunch of new guys i mean zach wilson looked decent but he was injured a lot Um, there's going to be a lot of question marks still and i think the jets are still a defensive-minded team. Just with who their head coach is. So that is always a challenge to actually get you know other people to show up and play well, right? When you're a defensive mind, that's great. We saw it with McDermott, but McDermott has always had a good offensive mind with him, or somebody that was perceived as a good offensive mind. So you have to have that. This still feels like a defensive build. And I got uh I got a little bit of action here. Completely agree. If you get three first round picks, then your draft grade should be an A. Yeah, I mean, I I like. If it's not, I think they call you the Raiders, right? Or like, or when Al Davis was like the GM of the Raiders, you probably get called the Raiders because they always were the team that like picked that guy that was like way the freaking out there that everybody was like, where did he come from, right? Similar to how some people viewed the strange pick, no pun intended, um, by the Patriots, right? So thanks for chiming in. Uh, I appreciate that. So for me, the Buffalo Bills are still primed to win this whole thing, but we we have some very tough challenges ahead of us. Joe Douglas being one of them, like I mentioned, not necessarily this year, but they brought in the one thing I do want to mention, and, I, and I'm and i so excited to see this take place because I don't know if you all saw this. I imagine most of you of yours paying watching things as much as I am. You've seen this, but <laughs> the Jets cornerback, like basically called out Stefan Diggs saying that he doesn't see he's going to have any problem covering him oh, I cannot wait. Like, I, I, I'm just so excited to see like, do we, will we get the wave from Diggs? Like on the first play of the game, I imagine that it's going to actually just be like some incredibly nice double move. And Diggs is just going to go deep and we're going to burn him on the very first play. And we're just going to call it good from there. He's going to be waving at him from the first one going, yeah, kid quiet down. But I mean, it's aggressive. And I, I And I guess you kind of want your cornerback to come in like that and and feel like they they can take on the world. But Stephon Diggs is better than 99.98% of the world at the wide receiver position. So it's a pretty big call. So for me, the AFC East is really going to – depend on what we do obviously. Right. But that's going to be, I don't mean it as much this year. in the fact of how we handle the AFC East, I mean it more on how we handle the rest of our schedule. And if we take some knocks there, then these games become very important. And did we do enough to separate ourselves from them in the draft? I, I think that we did, but probably not like to the full max. If Trey's back, I would be ready to say, yeah, we probably did, but these teams got better, but, With them getting better, they're all going to beat each other up more, too, which can also result in more losses, which could be a benefit of ours as well. right? I mean, I think it's an appropriate thing to look at this schedule when you've got teams like the Packers, you've got the Browns, you've got Tennessee's, they're they're not as big of a deal anymore. I think they're going to be in a little bit of turmoil. There seems to be some locker room trouble popping up now, Uh, the obvious trades and stuff. it, It feels like Tennessee almost might have walked past their window. And they're trying to hold on to it before they fall apart, but I'm not sure that it's there anymore. But you've got the Rams. I mean, you've got good teams in this schedule, and I think we've had everybody improve, right? But to me, uh, I want to see one more cornerback, uh, probably a veteran brought in um, for the bills, uh, just in case. Uh, and that should probably be something that we wait on a little bit. Uh, I want to say sport track had us around like 7 million right now. I haven't seen any of the rookie signing stuff come out yet. So there'll obviously be some money moving around there. Um, but I, to me, the, the Jordan Poyer thing I'm very interested in, uh, I, if the more that you listen to me, you'll see that the guys that kind of tend to be the guys that are the trigger that are the big money guys. And what are they putting out? Uh, like example, like the draft pick for the Bills this year, uh, the linebacker in the third round. A lot of people are confused by that. They're like, "What are we doing?" Well, Trayvon Edmonds, to me, right, is a very good. He's he's a very good linebacker. He's been in the Pro Bowl. I, we don't put that up there as high nowadays because it's selected by fans instead of players. But his numbers are very very good. But he hasn't flashed like that killer linebacker yet, right? And so I think that poses questions. And then you you also just have to be prepared, which that's this is why I mostly say that I think Bean had a very nice draft is because he prepared in positions of movement in the near future, the linebacker position. Traymon he he might get a deal from somebody else. I mean, look what Shaq Lawson and Jordan Phillips did when they left. They went out and they scored very nice deals, right? So what's to say that Traymon isn't gonna either? come out and be that baller because if he comes out and he balls and he plays at that high level where he's flashing that killer play, then we really have to figure out how we're going to pay him because we got a lot of guys coming up like that. The better Bean has been at this, the harder it's going to be to keep them all because we're building such good football players, right? I mean, so Tremont might get offers to leave period dot end of story. Right. And we don't even have any say in it because we might not have the money. Uh, we might not have anything that we can do to do that. He might just be like, Hey, I want to live somewhere else. I want to be part of something different. Uh, he's a young kid, right? He he, he, he might want to just move on. So we have to be prepared for that. Bean did that at linebacker, right? It wasn't flash. And we'll see if it pans out. I mean, I, I think they're taking a, a little bit of a flyer, but they believe in it. Uh, you know, I think that it it is a little bit of a flyer of your, if you're looking at just the size metric but I think these guys are more than good at what they do right so personally I like to pick the running back position it feels weird we're getting dogged a little bit for the constant we're drafting running backs we're drafting running backs we're drafting running backs that's fine and we're putting heavy capital into running backs right um but I think this move is appropriate again right you you don't know what you're gonna have in Duke Johnson he's been injury prone um, I think he was kind of a secondary move. We can all agree, right? After he has actually, like, went he went. We went after McKissick, right? And that didn't work out. So we went kind of like probably tier two, maybe even tier three, right? When we went after Duke Johnson, he he has always looked like he could do it. But now you bring in this young man and Cook, who's going to be—I I can't imagine he's not going to be working out all year with his brother now, right? Who's all world. Right. So we can only love that. But besides that, Singletary, he, he's only got a year left or so. And then he's going to potentially be moving. You know, we, we've got to be prepared for these things. So I thought it was phenomenal by by Bruce, uh, by being this offseason. Uh, we got Bruce Nolan. I'm mentally preparing myself for the departure of I Yeah, I, this to me has been kind of something that I've been chatting about for probably almost two months now, at least, because I am struggling to find a way. For him to remain on this roster after this season, like, and it's mostly money related because we have a lot of guys to pay. We got a lot of things to think about. And if you believe that you can go out and draft another guy like him, you might just have to let him go. Right. And as good as he is and as young as he is, somebody else might want to pay more for that. Right. What's to say that he's not a New England Patriot? The New England Patriots are a team that would do something like that, right? They would see the Bills are not going to sign Trayvon, and they probably wouldn't even care if he really fit the system. They'd be like, pay him whatever, get him in here. We'll prove them wrong, right? That's just – that's how Bill Belichick is. So we have to be prepared for things like that. Look at what the Rams do. Look at what a lot of these teams do nowadays. Just because we build all-world players doesn't mean they're going to stay here, Right? We have to be able to pay them as well. And Jordan Poyer, to me, I have a slight concern he would hold out. I don't really like to think that, but he's given us a ton. He's been part of a big change. He's seeing other guys around him get that, we want to sign off on you for the rest of your career type of deal. Uh, To me, he's the trigger point. Because if you lose that, this team changes dramatically. If you don't know... What what uh, Tredavious? Excuse me, Tredavious is doing, and then you've got very young guys everywhere else. So that's just one of those kind of things that you guys might start seeing for me as we're moving forward through this. You know, I think that I'm not always like the happy camper, right? Even when a uh, Traymon's stats are they're great. If you if you put him up against other guys in the league, he, he's very good, especially around guys that are making similar money to him or where he's projected to be. He's very good, like, but. He's young. The, the, the dude that the Patriots just drafted is already as old as Trayvon and he's getting ready to enter the league. So he's getting that much experience with another seven years to go, at least under his belt where he could be a good or I, I can't call him great yet. He hasn't shown me that if he shows me like Fred Werner type of like killer instinct this season, then we might have to think about unloading the boat. And then that again, trigger points like guys like Jordan Poyer. So that's to me why this is so significant because maybe we don't move on the Poyer deal because of, we're concerned about how much money it's going to take to keep Traymon. And we've got a few safeties stacked up who have been part of the system for a while. So I think it's definitely one of those things that we really are going to start to have to be prepared as, as bills fans that our favorite players aren't necessarily going to be here. Or we might have to wait for them to go to Arizona and go to Miami and the Jets for like a couple seasons and then come back to us where they're supposed to be. We got at the Vega. We'll see what happens. I mean, realistically, that's what it all is. You, you hear all the time, like about all these guys doing the drafts or tipping and picks and all this stuff. And like Ian rapport is supposed to know it all, but then like everybody else is dropping stuff. Nobody knew about this trade that was taking place and all these other things. So this NFL is a beast and you have to always stay ahead of it. And the things I like reading about being that you don't see like in live videos and stuff is everybody around him says he's a killer, right? He's a killer and he goes and he gets what he wants. And this guy has not proven to me yet that I cannot believe in his plan and his plan so far has got us back-to-back AFC titles. I think we can do it again this season. I'm just not going to like, I'm not ready to throw it out there like it's going to take place because of some of the competition and I need some I need to hear a little bit more. I will at one point or another lay out exactly what I think is going to take place in the, every game this season before we get started. Cuz like I told you guys at the beginning of this, I'm completely okay with somebody popping up in this chat saying you're a moron and you were wrong. Because shoot, I'd like to see everybody get everything right, right? Like but it'll be more fun that way because I definitely want you guys chiming in and let me know what you think about what I'm talking about as uh, we're, we're having fun, hanging out, talking bills. And especially as we get ready to move into the season, we're going to be doing this right before kickoff of Thursday night, which they're claiming is going to be like a bunch of like really good games or whatever, because Amazon has the slate now. So we'll be leading up to that. So that's going to be kind of exciting and fun, but all in all off season for me, uh draft free agency, Brandon Bean, like if B, B, B met a plus, that's what I would give him because I've, I think that there's a lot of things that have been done on the money management side of things that you heard him kind of discuss in the beginning. And then you just slowly watch them trickle out. The guy is so good and he's built and brought in very good personnel, people around him with experience. So the draft grades can be, I've seen A's, I've seen I've seen some C-minuses in there, I've seen some other things. I think that what he did was he built out the roster in important positions, and it was enough to keep us where we need to be because I don't see us getting beat by Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, or Tua this season. There might be something fluky, right? You never know. But clean sweep, that's tough to do year after year after year, right? Even New England had trouble pulling off AFC East sweeps year after year after year after year. It's division games. You never know what happens. So for me, though, the Buffalo Bills came out of the draft still atop the AFC East. If I'm going to move anybody up the ladder at this point, I would put Miami at two just because I think that they've been gathering more And so they have a little bit deeper of a roster than like the jets or the Patriots. And I do as much as it's hard to believe, because I I've never seen it happen in a very long time. I do think that the Patriots might finally find their way to the bottom this season. If the jets can do anything, but the jets have had good drafts in the past. They've had good free agency signings in the past, but they've, they've had a rough time getting W's right. So, I still think that the talent is there now. They've they've done some nice things, I think, as they're developing. And I love Joe Douglas. Like, if, if Brandon Bean couldn't be the Bills GM, like, Joe Douglas would probably be the guy that I would want to take over because I think he's that good. But so as we move forward this offseason, kind of just letting you guys know where I run with this show, Let's see. Uh, Richard brush is in what's he got Richard? Yeah. The jets had a great draft. And like we kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, I mean, a lot of their draft was high draft picks, but I think even on the back end, they still did a nice job of they're starting to really fill out that roster. And it looks like they do actually have like a game plan kind of in place of what they're hoping to do moving forward, because they, they let's face it. The AFC has always had a, ju- the AFC is, excuse me, has always had a juggernaut in it. I mean, it's been new England and now it's looking like it's us, but, we play a different style of football than what new England was doing. This is a points heavy offense that's going to score and it's going to stop you on defense. So they're having to kind of build differently and you can see them loading up on defense. Cause they think the best way to do it is to stop the offense. We'll see. I mean, we've all seen Josh Allen play, so I hope they enjoy that because we know who we love, but as we move forward uh, with the show, I kind of every week we will hit the charity at the top. That's one of my uh, main things that I like to do. Uh, you know, my son has uh, cerebral palsy, so it's uh, charities and organizations like that have always been kind of, you know, in my heart and uh, something that I want to do each and every week if we can highlight something cool. Uh, any one of you that's listening out there or watching right now, uh, find me on social media, send me a message, whatever. If you've got a cool charity out there you, you want to see us highlight on the show, I'd be happy to do that. Uh, we're going to be bringing on some guests you know throughout the the season here and moving up through the draft. I typically like to roll through the off season kind of just with where we're at. Uh and then I'm a fantasy football guy a bit. So uh we'll probably have some fun with some fantasy football guests and we'll actually see, you know, kind of uh you know what what the team looks like from a fantasy perspective. And I kind of value fantasy football opinion um because I think they look at a game the game a different way uh which kind of translates to the Bills' with having high powered offenses. Um, But we'll get on some draft guys as we move in the off season, getting ready for the preseason. We'll start bringing on, you know, some of the local guys to really start chiming up, who's going to make the roster. And we're going to have some fun throughout doing all of it. And it's only going to happen if all of you guys keep showing up. Uh, Buffalo rumblings has got a great following already. Um, so I appreciate being part of the network. I'm happy to be here and I'm happy for everybody uh, showing up tonight and spending some time with me. I really do appreciate that. Uh, and obviously as we move forward, hopefully there's more and more engagement, more and more fun coming your guys' way as uh, we bring on some big time folks to talk bills, football, give us some different opinions and we're going to be highlighting charities all the way. So I definitely want to thank everybody. Uh, and I'm also a kind of, this is a, uh, i'm not a big hour kind of guy so we'll be ranging in that 30 45 minutes kind of hanging out you know especially with thursday night kickoffs and all that kind of stuff unless you guys want to keep chiming in the chat we'll keep carrying it as long as you want to go but i really appreciate everybody showing up tonight and enjoying the show hopefully and we always have to end it you know how go bills make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out!